Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Oh, what a night. Watching Tottenham on a Tuesday night. You play Thursday because you're... Hello and welcome to A Water Night, part of the 90 Min Podcast Network, talking all things Tottenham Hotspur. Joining myself, Sean Walsh, as he does every week, Jude Summerfield. Yes, so, how's it going, matey? All right, I think that's enough positivity for one yep. minute, I think. Alrighty, <laughs> we're back in the doldrums, <laughs> oh, baby. Oh, we're back. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm actually, you know what? Spurs just lost 2-1 to Wolves, and I think I got over it quite quickly, even mm. though it was two last-minute goals, and Spurs played the worst they've played in a long time. Yep, I was, um, I was fully geared towards... Uh, the old, oh, they've not played very well, but they got the dub. And I was going to be happy for the rest of the weekend. Obviously, didn't quite yeah. turn out that way. Which It's weird because I thought that this would be the opposite. I thought this was more likely to be a game where Spurs played well. They showed good endeavour, great heart, great spirit, but just ultimately didn't have the quality to get through the game. Mm, yeah. I thought that would, be, that would be the story of Spurs without the likes of Madison and Van der Ven, but... Yeah. Appears not. Appears appears not, no. There's there's a fair bit of figuring out they're gonna have to do without those two key players for however long they're out. Mm. You know, it might be a bleak few few months. Um but fingers crossed they can they can figure out some sort of I don't know, high line that doesn't expose Eric Dyer and um and and Hoybier can offer a bit more. But we'll we'll have to see over. Yeah. But we got a few weeks off from it now, which yeah. I suppose is <laughs> It's good after two rather chastening defeats. It's come at a good time, I guess, yeah. to not play for a while. Yeah, we are back down on earth, I suppose, mm. for the time being anyway. Yeah. But, um, you know, a couple more wins and we could be into catastrophic? No, stratospheric, stratospheric yeah. is what I was going for. But, um, catastrophic. See, I stumble over my words enough, so it's, it's tricky getting the long ones out. Um, Bit frustrating because it was an amazing start. In yeah, that Wolves game. You know that that first three minutes. Oh, what a three oh. minutes! <laughs> <laughs> they played some wonderful stuff in that first three minutes. Mm. Sort of G- genuinely to, did though. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is a bit of a massive shame. Which it, maybe that's just a bit of like game state of like you know scoring too early and stuff like that. That you know Wolves were able to set themselves a little bit more. Spurs just kind of didn't adapt, didn't react enough. Um, but yeah, the first three minutes looked quite positive. Spurs kept the ball well. They got into a good area and they took the one chance they got. Kulazewski, nice little back heel to Poro. Poro, really good cross. Johnson, exactly where you want a winger in the system to be. Getting to the last line, getting in front of his man, getting the ball home. And that's what, you know, we were impressed by Brendan Johnson in his first few games. And I think now he's proven he can have that kind of scoring piece to his game as well. He can have it. Yes. Yeah, it was, it was lovely. It was... Um... I, I thought I was hinting at, you know, okay, there's a load of absentees and injuries and all that. Um, mm. But, you know, at least there's still the the structure and they want to play. Yes, at this, this is what I thought was place. That's yeah. what I thought was uh, um, was happening when that goal went in. And it was, I was quite surprised that they started so well, just because, you know, 
after all, all the talk all, of, all, yeah. all the talk blows it up and you, you think like early kickoff like that plays into it you know yeah. the bastard early kickoff but they started really really well and um Johnson did, did look really sharp throughout the game and he got he got the goal very early on um and I, I thought Spurs were, were quite set to squash all that talk but they just went into their shells a little bit in that in that first half afterwards. I yeah, you, sort of it, it did. About it, it reminded me a bit of you know the Wolves home game last year towards the start of last season, where Wolves I think Spurs had like one shot in the first half. And I think that was nearly the case here. I think there was like a corner that went wide and out of time. But apart from that, the only shot that Spurs had I think was the Johnson goal. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like that last year at home, and it was quite kind of the first signs that the season probably wasn't going to go the way we thought. It was yeah. like. It's quite a kind of. I'm having to look this one up because it's I've to- it's one I've totally forgotten. Kane scored the winner apparently. Yes, yeah. good header. Spurs improved after the break. I, I think that was largely Kudelski just started kind of took control of the game. Um, Wolves retreated a little bit, and Spurs just pushed the goal and actually scored. This was different. This was Spurs has already got the goal. Um, from what it sounds like, I, I wasn't there or you weren't there, but it's from what from the from the journalists at the ground, it did seem as if. Um, in the first half, Andrew Postecoglou was getting a bit annoyed that Spurs were slowing play down. He's like, "No, get back up, keep yeah. going. Like, don't. This is not the way that we do it." You know, remember the, the clip of him when he was at Celtic? You know, stop passing it back and yeah, the Shakhtar one as well. Yeah, goes, yeah. Play, play, <laughs> play. Yeah, that one. And then he gets the half. Mm. But yeah, I mean, you can see from probably I've just pulled up the stats here just now um, after that uh, Johnson. Johnson goal Wolves had mm. 10 shots to, to Tottenham's one and um, I know Spurs had a lot more of the ball as well so it would, it would seem to suggest that they were just a bit happy knocking it about struggling to really open up yeah. Wolves at the back it is it, I do think it is quite tough for, um, for for maybe a son up front to have Craig Dawson and Max Kilmer both just <laughs> he'll be in the shit of him yeah rough as fucking <laughs> And really, just like scratching his eyes and all that sort of stuff, and maybe he didn't have all the support he needed. But after they got that first goal, I thought they sort of figured out the the way to to get behind him. Yeah. And 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 to put him ahead, but unfortunately, yeah, they just couldn't create any any proper chances after that goal, which was really, really, yeah, it was a bit frustrating. And it sort of was like, okay, um, Spurs might struggle here a little yeah. bit without Jimmy yeah. Nads. Yeah, I think it was it was the, the look of the midfield. So it was Basuma, Hoiberg, and Saar. Three primarily defensive-minded midfielders. I understand why he did it, why Ange Postecoglou played those three, because I don't think Bentecourt and Lo were ready to start. I think after the international break, at least one of them has to come in. At least one of them probably will come in because Basuma's now suspended again. Yes, I, he is. I thought, That's it. Well, I think that it comes out maybe a good time for him because I think he's been quite bad since the Luton red card. Yeah, he was really off it on Saturday as mm. well. Actually, like there was, well, nobody was getting control in the middle. That was the that was the problem. Um, and you had you had players like Lamina and Bellegarde who were who were charging forward and, and getting shots off without yeah. much opposition, yeah. which is a bit frustrating, especially in those games where Spurs when Spurs have played really well, it's been through like Basuma mopping up loose possession and and managing to beat a player mm. and then getting things going. You know, and I don't think we really saw that at all yeah. against Wolves. Yeah, and it felt like Saar was a bit on the periphery as well. Like Saar was kind of mm. almost relegated to standing on the side a little bit. I thought that I actually thought that he's been one of Spurs' top four, top five players since the October international break. I thought that against Chelsea he was really good. I thought against Fulham he was really good. Against Palace he was really good. 
Um, and he kind of was growing into this role where it was like alongside Basuma, breaking up play, quickly getting the ball forward, moving up the pitch with it. This one was he, was he hardly got involved. He like it felt like Hoybre was playing that role instead, and Saul was just kind of given a free role. I don't think he really knew what to do mm. a lot of the time with that kind of freedom. And eventually, he got hooked. I think he, he came off for Bentancourt. I believe he came off. For, yeah, yeah, just after the yeah. Uh, Bentancourt looked sharp to his credit. I think that was all right. It was a bit of a plus. Um, the problem was I don't know if Basuma and Hoybre can really coexist. It doesn't doesn't look that way to start, um, which is which is a bit concerning, obviously, with um, with the the main man out, the main man at the Carberry. So, um, but but yeah, I, I'm not, I'm not really sure what what Hoybier brought to to the starting eleven. I you you didn't appreciate when he tried to take the quick free kick in the 96th minute and gave passed it, away, it straight right? to, gave it straight, gave straight away, away and then moaned at the ref for it. Like yeah, it's right. like, bro, you did that. <laughs> I don't really think that's the spirit Spurs need. Yeah, <laughs> to be honest, like, um, and it just gave me like annoying flashbacks to yeah. last season. Not to, not mm. to just be overly reductive, but um, yeah. And um, unfortunately, he, he he didn't really look like he had a, a set style. And when yeah. Asuma's being that guy trying to trying to re- recoup possession and. Hoybier's not really driving forward because we've seen it when he's come off the bench mm, before. Hoybier, yeah, yeah, yeah. When Spurs have needed like yeah. some late, some late driving forward and like cute little passes, like he was pretty important in that Sheffield United win when he came off the bench. Yeah, played a hand in the second goal, I remember. But here it just didn't seem like he was he was breaking a gut to get forward, or you know there was there was a, definitely a lack of quality when he got on the ball. Yeah. Um, yeah, didn't didn't seem to create too much, and I suppose maybe you, you you can't ask for that from a player like that. But maybe it's the first little sort of question mark of a coach, you know? Did see a few people saying it was an awfully Conte eleven. <laughs> well, yeah, the, the easy thing would be to say you bring in that Conte axis of doom, Hoiberg, Dyer, Davis, Emerson. <laughs> you, what, you, you know, what can you really expect to happen? I thought, I thought that. Emerson was quite poor as well. I think he's kind of mm. there was a chance. Yeah, there was a chance in the first half where he's run into the box. He does the kind of son against Monaco meme of yeah, he's strong goal the and then run, runs shoot. back out of the box. I don't know what he's playing. So I think it just reminded us that he's not an attacking player yeah. and probably never will be. Um, yeah, but I didn't think he was quite that good defensively either. So you see the limitations there. I think that he's at least someone who like I appreciate his attitude. I appreciate that he. It doesn't seem like he's someone who's going to like demand for more game time. I think he understands his role in the squad, his place in the squad. He's come in, he's played left back. Um, yeah, yeah, that, that, that dude. Yeah, Emerson Royals. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but it comes to a, um, a bigger point that I wanted to make about. So in so in basketball, um, wrong sport. And <laughs> <laughs> um, the I think it's the president of the Miami Heat the president he used to be at the Lakers okay. called um, Pat Riley and he went on about how it was hard to kind of sustain success because players they would suffer from something that you'd call like the disease of me the disease of more like that when you get good all of a sudden the players feel like empowered they want to have like more touch to the ball they want to be involved a bit more they want to have their minutes up and more, get more money stuff like that and it's hard to kind of keep everything in balance and get people to kind of buy into the like the roles or the, the things that made them good in the first place. Now the funny part of this is, Spurs haven't had tangible success. They've been good for periods. They haven't like set the world on fire for the last three or four years. 
um, it this felt like the first game where I think some players took Ange Postacoglu's um, kind of good nature for granted a little, where players it, it just didn't seem like they were playing the way that he wanted to play. That might and that could just be that could literally just be down to a number of factors that they haven't played together too much. They had like a five days training to really work on this. Um, this, some of these players aren't suited for this system. It might just be that, but it did it the same. I couldn't stop thinking like it, it again. It again, is the same players um, in like in these downfalls. In mm. the it wasn't just because, like we said, we thought that Spurs would at least play well. That would be the, the endeavor in the heart. This felt like something that I expected to start the season with. I thought this was like Spurs would go through this first. They'd go through the mud first and then come out on the other yeah. side better for it. This felt like. What should have been like the Brentford game or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. I can see that. Um, it, yeah, it's it's funny how maybe the uh, the newer players who have, who have come in and have those um, more more defined squad roles. I don't mm. know, like uh, well, start starting games now. But yeah. um, you look at the, the midfielders around there who are going to come in and and play. Like I think Ben Tanker is gonna he's gonna be a squad guy and he's gonna be reasonably happy doing that while he comes back from from injury. Like Skippy, sort of the same, but those players didn't—they didn't start on on Saturday. Um, they came off the bench, and it was—it was just a shame that it was the old fellas um, um, who whose whose lack of quality sort of highlighted the the overall lack of depth in that in that mm. Spurs team. Um, because it is quite a it is quite a jarring shift from. From, from your your normal centre back partnership, which is you know very high on gas and can sprint around and and do all the the stuff that Ange wants them to, um, but these the, I mean Dyer and Davis just can't. There's no chance they can. They can't snuff out attacks that early on. Um, and you see you see they gave Davis the player of the match award as well. Yeah, just before the two. A bit, bit, a bit, a bit premature. <laughs> also, <laughs> did, also didn't think, didn't think I didn't think he was like amazing. Like I probably would have given it. If you're giving it to a Spurs player, I probably would have given it to either Johnson for the goal or Poro. No, Poro actually was Poro was probably Spurs' best player. To be honest, it was like it was a pretty tight and boring game. I think the commentator just went like defender from defender Spurs. from Spurs. I uh, can't uh, give it to Eric. <laughs> uh, let's go. Let's go, Ben Davis. Uh, yeah, I would have. I think Poro probably would have yeah. made more of a yeah more sense. But you know, I, I yeah. If if it is if it is a case of like the old boys not quite really gearing up to to push the Cogley's methods and. Like you could, you could definitely see that during the game. Um, then that is a massive shame. And, yeah. You know, it's 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 not really a surprise that these players are also being linked with exits in like the next year or so. We know Hoybier is getting linked with every club in, in mm. Italy, and Dyer's already said like he wants to go back to. Yeah, it was a re- yeah like yeah. Um, so I, I, it's it's just it's it's still part of like that squad building process, isn't it? And yeah, we've got a lot of absentees that have, that have. Um, Happen quite abruptly. Um, yeah, it's, it's like it's such a kind of freak thing. All the yeah. everything just hit at once. It's not as if some of these players are kind of getting eased in. Like it's not yeah, as if exactly. Hoiberg's been playing for three weeks in a row or Davis had to come into Van der Ven. Like it's all happened. Save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app. Get 16 ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% lean ground sirloin for 4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca Cola, Pepsi, or Seven Up. All with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. 
Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. At once. Yeah. And then hopefully, from well, what we've heard is that he likes doing his business in January very, very early. Mm. So if they go out and start targeting, I don't know if they're going to target like first team additions you know maybe if the right deal pops up they might go for it at like an opportunity yeah they might they might try and get someone in in midfield or like another winger um but um i, I would hope that those squad players come in and they sort of know the deal straight from the off because i feel like the players that spurs did sign this summer yeah they all sort of got it from their first yeah it's, it seems like, like that's kind of the noises come out of spurs and stuff that andrew said as well like the players who did come on, you're right. They they've bought into it. They really wanted to be here. They yeah. were very I mean, you know, much like Vicario at yeah. the back. You know, he's totally bought into it. Like he seems. He had, a, he had a good game as well. I thought. He did play well. Yeah, he's not yet to really miss so far, which is, which mm. is nice. Um, but yeah, hopefully, they're, they're, I think there are a few who who played there who won't be with their national team squads this this break. So they, yeah, they yeah. could get the old yeah. dry treatment. Yeah. We'll see if that ever um, makes it in the cold light of day. <laughs> I'd like to see it. Yeah, so there's, you're right, there are a few that haven't gone. Um, a doggy pulled out the Italy squad as well because that, yeah. they say that was a precautionary thing. I think he's not straight up injured, he's just kind of just working his way back. Might contribute to yeah, some of the recklessness problems. in that Chelsea game. Hopefully, you <laughs> yeah. hope that's what it was. Um, yeah. But he's back from suspension for the Aston Villa game first game of the break, so won't have to see Emerson at left back probably, hopefully. <laughs> Yeah, fucking at that villa. That's gonna be a tough one. It should but, be. Um, it should be better because we're at home, and Andrew's preached a lot about how using the kind of the energy of the crowd that should help. And you know, you didn't see a lot of energy in this game, so I hope so. Yeah, it's just that they're, uh, you know, they're, they're, they seem like they're entering prime Unai counter-attacking force territory. Mm. But um, that will that will that will figure itself out, I'm sure. Um, I, I, I feel like Spurs are quite unlucky on the, on yeah. the whole on Saturday. I mean, they've, they've, they've scored some goals this 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 season that have come very, very late. And I, I feel like sometimes you just have to take your medicine and this might have been one of them. They just didn't quite have the legs to get over it yeah. in the very end. I thought I think from, from what I remember from that Lamia goal is there was some ropey tracking back. But Dyer tries to play the offside trap. But tries to play the offside, and it's I think, never. Yeah, I think Emerson, that's, probably, that's probably like a getting used to it kind of thing. Yeah, I think Emerson also maybe was just a bit too high up the pitch. Yeah. And just Dyer, Dyer, Dyer gave the ball and was high, quite up the pitch for the Sarabia goal as well. But that was just like the finish, like the finish for that is just <laughs> Sorry, absurd. Eric. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> you in it a little bit here. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's just on a, on another day. Maybe they see it out and it's. A gritty win. Well, yeah, we would have been top going into the international break. Would have been the annoying thing. Would be, I think. I think. I guess so. We're only like two points behind City, aren't we? Yeah, so if it's two, then yeah. Yeah, we would have been top going into the international. So that's what would have been really annoying. The the mood around Spurs would have been really different. It's like, after all this, still top. So it is what it is. I think it's it's just like a reminder. Like, I did a. I'm sure I talked about it on the last pod, but I did a thread on Twitter last week just saying, like, you know, still year one of this, still figuring out the kinks, still we're not going to be the cohesive defensive unit that we want to be yet. We're not going to be like City or Liverpool where we're so good at attacking that it kind of, that sorts the defence out in itself. We're not there yet. We're going to make mistakes. It's going to be, it's going to be a tough season, um, particularly over the next month, but the signs are good. Like I think everyone, we've realised that there is light at the end of the tunnel, that there is a good direction process you just gotta. You're gonna have to take the hits when they come, you know. 
Yeah. Yeah. Firm it. Yeah, they'll firm it, and you know, I, I think they'll, they'll 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 still pick up a win here or there. It just won't be, um, you know, every game like it was. Yeah. Well, that, that, that Villa game, if if Spurs do beat Villa, I don't think I don't think Spurs will lose. I think I don't. I just back Spurs at home if there's eleven players on the pitch. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, that might be a big if as well. Yeah, yeah. But it's a, it's um, a tough assumption to yeah, make. You know, VAR is changing everything. I don't know if you've seen <laughs> or heard. You know, mm. it has quite a say in. Uh, I didn't know in, that. In the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I do want to talk about the midfield because I do. Basuma, like I said, suspended. Hoiberg wasn't very good. Sal was pushed up to the edges really a bit. Benzikor has now gone in um, Uruguay duty, where he's going mm-hmm. to be managed by Marcelo Bielsa for the first time. So he might come back, kind of just folded in half. Um, <laughs> Lacelso. Yeah, that's not the guy you yeah, want to send off yeah. like just after yeah. he's returned from. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, who? What would be your starting midfield three against Aston Villa? Because I, I kind of want to see Bentancourt play Basuma's role, but I don't know if this is the game to do it yeah. to, to test that. Oh, now, now that I'm looking at it, it's a bit like we've got nothing left, <laughs> isn't it? Um, cool. I, th- I'm not sure. I think well, Sar still plays. Yeah. I think I'd probably still I do chuck in Ben Tanker actually as long as he comes back fit and and all fine. Um, then yeah, I think I throw him in. And no temptation to play Lacelso. Uh, well, I, I, yeah, it'd be a toss up between him and him and Hoybier, I think I think I probably would play Lacelso just because uh, you know if he can start running in, in straight lines and actually give the ball when it's <laughs> when it's the right time to, he could be quite effective. Um, He's he's like he's one of those players where I just think if he had just stayed like since he <laughs> since he signed <laughs> like wasn't loaned out or whatever like he would probably just be like regularly decent for Spurs. Yeah, he wouldn't, like, wouldn't be like going oh Lacelso you know is that a good choice? It'd be like he pro- it must have been something with Conte because he he would have got minutes in the last eighteen months mm. if he had stayed. He like there would have been. Sometimes we would play. He might have played in the front three. He might have played in the midfield. He, but he just would have played at some point. Yeah. It must have been he fell out with Conte. Yeah, I think there must have been something dodgy happened there. Do you you know, yeah, they like, Instagram post didn't he? he? Was like I'm fit. Yeah. Like when Conte like, left the on squad and he was like I'm fit, guys. Yeah. It's like okay. I see. Yeah, I see that. what's going on. He has also had fitness issues. Well, yeah. Years, so well, yeah. You could doubt it. Yeah. Take it with a pinch of salt, haven't mm. you? But. He was yeah. He was actually decent when he came. Yeah, on I thought he was okay. Yeah. I don't. I don't. Yeah. I'd, I'd like. Uh, well, I don't know if I'd like. He, he wouldn't be the ideal man to come in, but I think he's a he's a better shout. If um, you know, because I think Villa will be a team that can be caught like high up the pitch if they uh, get a little too cocky, and if he can just he can he can get his dribbles right and then give the ball at the right moment, mm. Spurs should be in uh, in business. But it's again, it's a it's a bit more of a a work a workman like midfield rather than anything artistic, which we've come to. Yeah. See early on. yeah, but just having um, a natural left back back in the team will probably help a fair bit as well. Yeah, yeah. Considering how very important to how we build up. Yeah, because like I know Emerson was coming into midfield, but he was never looking to go back out. Yeah, there was a lot of times where it was like, bro, just know. turn around and play the ball there. Yeah, <laughs> where he just didn't really like, just he didn't have his blinkers or anything. Yeah, he wasn't the guy, unfortunately. So yeah, it's it's a bit of a yeah, it's another ropey midfield, but it's still one that. While maybe a little bit out of practice, like you, I, I think Saar needs to actually try and push push forward and actually get into the box. Like he didn't really do that at all against Wolves. Yeah, like you yeah. said, he just seemed a bit lost. So yeah. 
he needs to somebody just needs to have a word get, get better at that as well he's cut out the shooting from 30 yards thing which I, yeah. I, I personally appreciate you know if you get the ball if you get to the box more yeah you might Man like United goal, that's yeah. the perfect chance yeah that, just you know, that's where you're there get away from your runners get to the get to that loose ball bang yeah that's how, that's how you score goals not the Granite Xhaka I'm going to blast it every time the fans shout shoot yeah. don't give them what they want yeah that doesn't seem like his game at all. <laughs> like we would have seen a goal from now or by now, I think, if he was a just another technique, I think. Like, I don't think so, no. But he's a great runner. Mm. And he gets into the box and he can, and he's, he's got the he's got the instincts about him to score. Yeah. So that's how he needs to needs to what he needs to do next time. Yeah. But you know, would you have any 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 differences? Is there any are there any young? Would you throw Skippy in there? I don't know. I don't. I don't know what the plan for Skip is anymore because it feels like he's not even getting didn't come like, off the bench. Garbage time minutes, really. Yeah. And I, I feel like he, he's he's not excellent at controlling a game, is he? Really? No, he I think he, he, yeah, he's, he's kind of in. Like, I think I feel like Andrew's bracketed him in the same kind of role as Sar, like the kind of box crasher. Mm. Um, and Sar's just been much better at it. And then in this game, he went for a different option to bring on Bentoncourt. Um, so he's kind of. I don't know. Maybe if Sar gets injured, maybe we see more of him there, and that's the role for him. But I don't know. Um, I think the other annoying thing is uh, if Spurs shifted Hoyberg in the summer, the guy they were going to go get to replace him was Conor Gallagher, who's been really, really good for Chelsea. And you imagine on a much uh, more natural. Oh, you, yeah. You imagine him in that role here. Obviously, it means Sar's game time a bit more limited. But if you imagine Gallagher in that role, the role is a similar role to playing for Chelsea. Really, like. He's, and the way that Postecoglou wanted to play and use him, that would have been so perfect. Mm. It's quite annoying. It's just like all I had to do is just shift Hoiberg. Someone just to stump up thirty mil, and he wants to go. And Spurs got to get Gallagher because Chelsea yeah. are a bit kind of flaky on him. And now he's been really good. He's their captain. Yeah, he's he's going to hang about. I'm sure there'll be some other box to box lad who can who can score um, and have that goal threat. Who Spurs will go for eventually. But um, yeah, it's definitely frustrating when you have chance to, to top up there and you you just miss it but mm. you know you can't you can't nail every transfer in one window can you yeah we did did, did, well, did well with the summer signs that did come in yeah. so I think that's a, that's a big thing and that big midfield lad was, was Madison wasn't he yeah obviously we just forgot that he can be a bit injury prone mm. which is the only problem there but not having a a, 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 a fit and firing replacement I suppose is going to be yeah the big issue I do I do wonder also. now if some of the younger guys I've brought, brought through a bit more if Andrew's kind of just seen that as okay I've seen what I need to see now that's like what you said like the, like the Fulham Cup game you're just like how am I going to learn about these players I wonder I wonder at what point um, it crosses the line between this is a season where we're looking to develop to okay I think I've learned enough about some of these guys who aren't going to be here mm. for the long term let's let's just get it, get it over with now let's bring in some others yeah, yeah, I could definitely see that. Um, I, I do feel like uh, if if Pierre keeps on dropping stinkers, he's probably going to find himself with a lack of game time eventually, even with all those issues in midfield. Mm. I think he's going to drop out of the starting eleven if he's not offering that sort of attacking um, vigour that, that Ange is going for. Because that's the problem, really. He's not, he's not going to instigate that. <laughs> it seems to you can seem to ride it like when the rest of the team are, are performing in that in that but he's he's not someone who 
Which is odd because like he he would arrive on the edge of the books like last season, and he showed he had a decent little yeah, goal yeah. touch, and he could do it. But for whatever reason, he he doesn't have the well, great spark at the moment. Bentacle started to do that as well. So yes, he did. He did. So they've so maybe, got you, it about maybe you should plug him in for that role, and that solves a lot of Spurs issues. Yeah, and just hope you just got to hope and pray Bielsa doesn't kill him. <laughs> it's just not the right man no, you want at all, is no, it? I was, I was hoping they'd give, give, like, give him like the international window off, maybe you know, like Reese James isn't on England duty mm. because he doesn't feel ready yet. I was hoping. Yeah, you know, of England. You know, maybe it's not best for Bentacle to fly halfway around the world and back and play for Marcelo Bielsa, the most demanding yeah, <laughs> match in history. I thought that was a really odd, odd. Well, I mm. suppose Uruguay can do what they want, but it was an odd, uh, odd allowance. We thought. Yeah. Okay, I don't think we need to talk too much about this. No. No, unless you want to talk about something. I, Ma- I, at least Matt Doherty didn't score. <laughs> yeah. Felt quite nailed on that he would be involved somehow. Yeah, I, I completely forgotten about him to be honest. Um, Mr. Pigeon wasn't Mr. Pigeon. <laughs> uh. I thought you were dead. <laughs> but you came on, got booked, and had a little square up with Emerson. That's all I can really remember of how he. It wasn't a square up; it was just a little battle. Um, Mm. But yeah, well, we shall we shall see. All right, okay. I think that's enough for one week. That's enough Spurs. It's enough for a few weeks, isn't it? Yeah. Hell yeah. Not back until next Sunday. Next Sunday. No, never get never get a Saturday three pm again. No, it will never happen. We're just unfortunately. We're just too popular. People just want to see it. Mm. Unfortunately, mm. they want to see it so they can enjoy it, oh, that, or they can ridicule it. You've got the fixtures up. That Thursday night, eight fifteen West Ham game is. You're looking. I'm not looking. I'm not looking forward to that. That is you all over. That's a bit of you, though. Isn't it, it is, but Tottenham West Ham. Who decided oh, that? You. Goodness me! Bloody a- it's Amazon, isn't it? Bloody Amazon! Bloody Amazon! They've done it again. And then a nice four thirty. Well, there's two games at home, though. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, enough of that. All right, thank you for listening, everyone. Uh, if you haven't subscribed and left a rating yet, please do. It helps us a lot. And we'll see you next time. Watching Tottenham on a Tuesday night. You play Thursday because you're... What a feeling, what a night. Oh, what a night. Watching... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. 
Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.